Music has an incredible ability to proclaim the soul's language beyond what mere words can speak. That is what we seek as we invite our guests to share their song of the soul. Be it joy and laughter, sorrow and tears, awe and insight, or deepest devotion, as we visit and listen, we are all part of a spiritual voyage called Song of the Soul. Today for Song of the Soul, I'm going to take you back about a month ago when I was in Toledo, Ohio for a week, and I got to interview face-to-face some of my favorite artists from that area, which includes Jan Christ of a place in eastern Indiana called Fort Wayne, and Jim Beiser of Detroit, Michigan. I've had Jan and Jim as guests previously, individually, for Song of the Soul, but they also perform often as a duo. They also perform with other folks in a variety of configurations, as bushwhackers and gangs and biddies. You'll find out what those and other groups are in the course of our visit. You'll also find them to be extremely gifted songwriters and musicians, and really, really nice folks. It's our good luck that they were free to join me in a rather echoey classroom of the University of Toledo, along with a small live audience, to share their music and their stories. This is from early July 2018, Jan Christ and Jim Beiser. Jim and Jan, I'm so happy to have you here together for Song of the Soul. We're excited to be here. Thanks for driving down and over. Wait, where were you last night, Jim? I I was in Michigan last night at Jim's house because we had a Yellow Room Gang meeting in Ann Arbor last night, which is our writer's group. Then after that, I stayed with Jim and Mary Jo, and so I drove down here, and then I'll drive back to Fort Wayne. And for people who are listening who haven't heard about the Yellow Room Gang, the Gang of Eight, I think they're known in China. Yes. Uh, Yes. (laughs) The Gang of Eight. If you're seeing double. (laughs) They are songwriters group, but performing group. Got a couple CDs out, and is there a third one coming, right? There are four out. Well, I've got to talk to David and yeah. find out why David Tamulovich has not sent me the other two. Oh, okay. He's seriously slapped. Kitty, who I just interviewed recently, told me that I had figured with 10 musicians together, there's always someone who's got to one-up someone else, and there's egos. I mean, you don't make it as a performer very easily without much of an ego to drive to say, look at me, right? I mean, you know what I'm saying. And she says that your group is not like that. She says that it's like eight of the nicest and most cooperative people around. We don't like to no, brag, no, no, the, but we're all nice people. <laughs> the whole point when we put this together, we had a lot of experience doing writers groups before and things not working out. And so David and I put it together and we decided that we had to choose people who were really generous of spirit. And also not willing to just say, oh, that's great. And that's all, which uh, you get a lot of groups like that. People don't want to get into the nuts and bolts of it. They just, oh, no, that's nice. We're really out there to improve our craft. And so, yes, we are all nice and cooperative people, but we'll also speak our mind about what we think about different aspects of songwriting and different aspects of the songs that wind up at the meetings. And it wouldn't be worth it otherwise, you know, if we weren't really getting uh, some really honest opinions. 
Jan, you've performed in several permutations of people who are in the group. Were you part of the Biddies? Yes. You were part of the Biddies, too. That's a, a special group, which is defunct. Claudia Schmidt was part of that, if I yeah. recall. Yeah, that was Kitty Donahoe, Claudia Schmidt, and I. And there's, I think, another permutation group of... Sweethearts of the Yellow Room. <laughs> Sweethearts of the Yellow Room, yes. And, and that was... Annie Caps, Kitty, and I. Okay. Jim, I don't recall other permutations other than this with Jan that you play. Well, uh, the Yellow Room Gang, of course, performs as a as an entity these days. Annie Caps, who's married to Rod Caps, they have their own husband and wife duo. They were bugging Jan and me about uh, doing some shows together. Somehow, that's evolved into a full fledged new band with Jan's husband Alan, who's a drummer percussionist. So now we have a five-piece band called Diamonds and the Rust, and, and we're it's doing really it's, fun. It's a lot of fun. It's a it's yeah. a you know it's a whole full band situation, and that's always fun to play in. I also play in another group called Floyd King and the Bushwhackers, which is just about as much fun as the name sounds like. Well, I want to get started with the music that you're going to share with folks here today. So how would you like to start out your Song of the Soul? And again, this is different because usually the way I conceive of a Song of the Soul is it's an individual. When I shared with you, Jan, fell in love with your music, some of those songs just so clearly communicated straight from your soul. I'm really interested to hear what you two do together because that's an alternate external soul to your individual bodies. Uh, it is, actually. And one thing that we had a lot of fun with, because we did a lot of shows together where we would trade, you know, I'd play for a while, she'd play for a while, or, or we'd take turns doing songs and backing each other up. But when we actually decided to make a duo of it and tailor the material around it, it kind of opened up a whole not a lot of new thoughts and ideas about things to do. And our first record together we called Influence, and we were sort of paying homage sort of to a lot of the music that influenced us as we were kids and coming up. And So we packed a number of those into this first song that we're going to do, which nice. is, and also really features the duo-ness of the band as the whole thing is swapping vocal lines. Well, what I love is that I've known Jim since he was 14, and I was about 16, and we played together in a band back then. Yeah. But we've known each other a long time, and I I had these words a couple of times this has happened now, where I get a few words, and I'll go, this is not my song. I don't know how this is happening, but Jim's song is passing through me before it gets to him. <laughs> so I'll just go, this is yours. So and this was a song that Jan had started, and she handed a, a pile of lyrics off to me. And then I worked on it for a while and uh, made sure there was lots of room for both of us in it. Any one thing. Like stars and constellations Six degrees of separation From some guy whose name was Bacon Or just maybe it was Shakespeare Spinning sonnets from a silver thread Like two on a spider web. Each glistening jewel succinctly said these words into our One thing leads to another, and it's not anyone. A long and olive branch, snowflakes in an avalanche, the movements of this crazy dance. 
threats that we're all making up Around and through this mystery And woven in a tapestry Whose patterns we might see If we could back up far enough One thing leads to another And it's not anyone Anyone can tell We've let accumulate between us Have you seen us riding shotgun round the sun? Are we the only ones? Do we move in greater circles? Twisted up in DNA And passed down generations As we have long suspected There is no one unaffected Because we are all connected In this strange conglomeration One thing leads to another One thing leads to another Another, and it's not anyone. It's not anyone. It's not anyone. It's not anyone thing. It's not anyone Anyone thing. It's not anyone thing. Jim Beiser and Jan Christie. Do you have a collective name, by the way? Are you just your two names? Jan, Jan Christ and Jim Beiser, or Jim Beiser and Jan Christ will do. Okay. Well, yeah. it should be Jan Christ first, alphabetically speaking. The song was Any One Thing, and it's from their recording Influence. The theme of Connected in there, I mean, you were the one who has the recording connected. Of all, we are all connected, yeah. Which of you is the more deep philosopher? Who's into Bacon and Shakespeare? Well, I was into the Bacon thing, but he was into the Shakespeare thing. He was like, oh, you can take that a little further and go Frederick Bacon instead of just Kevin Bacon. Well, yeah, because she came up with Kevin Bacon. And then I said, well, let's, let's put, it's Francis Bacon, right? Because once we stuck Shakespeare in there, we thought, well, the connection of Kevin Bacon, Francis Bacon, Shakespeare. But there's that whole game where it's six degrees of Kevin Bacon, that anybody in the world, you can connect them back in six people to Kevin Bacon. So 
Is that only true of Kevin Bacon? That, uh, no, I don't think so. But it's like somehow he was the one that it started with. And um, yeah. my daughter was always really big on that and kept saying, I believe this. I totally believe this. I've, so, come yeah, have, to, I've really come figured to it believe out? it too. Have you, have you done your, your uh, separation tree? From Kevin Bacon? Well, I know uh, I went to high school with Curtis Armstrong, and he and I were good friends, and he was Booger in Revenge of the Nerds, and he's in a movie called Risky Business with Tom Cruise, and Tom Cruise is connected to Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. See, she's got it now. She's got it, but you are. I, I, well, wait, she, you're yeah. just. You're connected to me. Yeah, yes, I'm yeah. connected to. And, and, now you all are connected and, and that's, to me I think, too. I think so I'm still are, within six degrees. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. I'm still in there. I'm so pretty sure. I'm just riding your coattails. Yeah. Well, it's pretty clear that Jan Chris is best friends with everyone, which is why she moved from Michigan down to Indiana. There's a new group of people that you had to form connections with. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we we did a little. We have a little band that we put together down there called the B Side Hers, which is the flip side of the hit record was always the B side. But it was also my friend Susie Sirachi and I and our husbands who were always beside her. Oh. So. Are you into puns too? Uh, that, yeah. That's near and dear to my heart. Yeah. I yeah. mean, again, your band name, you know, you've got Sweethearts of the Yellow Room, you've got the Biddies, you've got all kinds, and yet Jim and Jan. Yeah, we, we talked about calling it something. I think part of it was that uh, by the time we put our duo together, We'd each established a certain amount of, a, of solo notoriety and thought maybe people would latch on to it more if they recognized our name. It makes for a long uh, URL for our website because it's jamechrist and jimbeidrick.com. Right. And when we, did, and when we did the biddies, it was because Kitty and Claudia and I had all just gotten over the 50s bridge. We had all turned 50, and I think Kitty and uh, Claudia are a little bit older than me, and... So, it, you know, people will say women of a certain age or they'll, you know, jokingly call women biddies. That was always controversial with us. Claudia always felt like it was a little belittling. But a lot of people seem to kind of warm their cockles, you know, just to... But there's, you know, for the other ones, it's always some sort of reason why we went there. We wanted as a group to just say, hey, we are women of a certain age. We're here. Deal with it. We're not going anywhere. So let's keep going with more songs. We're going to do a song called Slow Moving Train. I was on a a journey uh, on the West Coast. turns out that when it hits 100 degrees or 90-some-odd degrees, they slow the trains down significantly because otherwise they could go off the track because the rails swell. It's hard for them to stay on the track. So they don't go more than 30 miles an hour. So it took us five extra hours to get to our destination. So there's a certain amount of frustration that goes with that, but it's also just part of life, how you you can't always... I, I had a song that said, I, I tried to move the heavens, I tried to move the earth, I bullied it with prayer, I badgered God with his own words. And it's like, you can try to bully, and you can try to badger, but the, the train is going to go as slow as it goes. You can't seem to make anything happen just by sheer will, and you just have to deal with it. So you're saying this song is somewhat of a theological statement, too, a life lesson, at the very least. Yeah, they all tend to go that way. <laughs> the, other, uh, the other thing about this song is that we realized that, that you know we've both been kind of folk singers for all this time, and, and neither of us had ever written a song about a train. 
And wow, are we like uh, under quota? As, so- as folk singers, we, we have to have a song about a train. So, uh, so Jan said, well, let's write this together. She had sort of had, you know, started it and had a few ideas. So so uh, we got together. Let's go to separate corners of the room and come up with some ideas. And, and she came up with some ideas, and I came up with some ideas, and we came together, and uh, we liked all of it. So we kind of mashed two songs together here. It's, uh, it's one of our more unusual constructions. Just moving like ghosts in the graveyard down the line. Slow moving train, slow moving train. Much anxiety and feeling the strain. Doesn't need to worry on the rails of these stops and starts. Only one direction, just forward, stubborn parts and high. Long and narrow path. I guess it's true you just recite. Follow the tracks. Matter. Let go of the deadline. How the wind blows. Slow moving train. Slow moving train. Take life as it comes, the trout and the Why prairies, distant mountains. Every new season, the journey. You can only see. This But sunset fades to black As we settle back into the club car Order from the bar And roll
Slow Moving Train by Jan Chris and Jim Beiser. I was thinking about their website. Their website is actually jancrist and jimbeiser.com. There's an individual website for each of them, jimbeiser.com. Jan Christ, however, is a jancrist.net. Yeah, soon to be jancristmusic.com. Annie Caps is working on a new website for me. So mine, it's just kind of dissolved into the ether right now. So we're working on a new one. And you can also hear them both and get their music via the Yellow Room Gang. All of those links are on northernspiritradio.org, where you have 13 years of our Song of the Soul and Spirit in Action program. I've had both of them individually as guests. And actually now, as of having interviewed Kitty just a couple weeks ago, I have now interviewed all eight of the oh, Yellow Room oh, Gang. Yeah. Collection. I've got the frequent flyer ticket. That, David Barrett, too? Yes, I got wow. David Barrett. Too. He did yes. one of the first ones. Wow. Actually. He's the elusive one. He was there for me when I said. So anyway, Yellow Room Gang is part of your extended family. Is that? I'm, I'm trying to figure out where the two of you find your best community. I was actually a little bit surprised at the idea that you, Jan, moved from Michigan down there because it, it feels to me from having talked to all eight of you Yellow Room Gang folks, that it's almost family. And, you know, it's hard to move away from family. Yeah, it was really hard. Um, but when the economy crashed in 2006, 2007, my husband was selling pianos in Detroit. And it came right after my mother died of lung cancer. And I had taken a hiatus at work to take care of my mom. Anyway, we were kind of in the hole to begin with because I hadn't been working, and then my husband's income like dropped by 30%, and then by another 20%, and then... People were not buying pianos in the midst of the, uh, the recession. And it's better in Fort Wayne, Indiana? Well, my husband got a job at Sweetwater Music, which is an online music store. So they have a physical location there in Fort Wayne, Working for them, it meant that he was selling throughout the United States and selling throughout Canada, and we thought that it would be better, and we didn't think it was as bad in Indiana as it was in Michigan, but when we got there, we found out we were dreadfully wrong, <laughs> that oh, wow. everybody was really suffering, and so it took, it's taken us this whole 10 years that we've been down there, it's taken us that long to almost recover but we have a plan to move back to Michigan when we retire. And we're looking for property. We have a good friend who are in the Baptist Peace Fellowship, uh, Dan Buttry, who's written several books on peacemaking. And he does conflict resolution training, and he and his wife, Sharon. Anyway, so Dan and Sharon and Kitty Donahoe and several other people are looking, we're all looking for property together to create a creative community. Sounds wonderful. Keep me posted. And I have a feeling that there's some folks I should be talking to for my Spirit in Action program, too. Oh, yeah. But right now, we want to share some more of your music. What's up next for Song of the Soul? We should do My Baby, since we just talked about Mr. Alan Finkbeiner, sure, my husband. Why not? Jim and I turned quite a bit, and people thought that we were married to each other. So we would always say, yes, Jim and I are happily married to other people. This little song is part of how we introduce that to our audiences. My baby is a little slice. 
slice of heaven right here on earth. Give me coffee in the morning, sugar at night. Make me wonder what I did to have something so nice. My baby is a little slice of heaven. I'm the lucky son of a gun. I'm the lucky one. I'm the lucky one. Jan Christ and Jim Beiser from the recording Two. That's in T O O, like in also. And they're my guests here today for Song of the Soul and Northern Spirit Radio. We got links to them individually, collectively, and to the Yellow Room Gang. They're part of all on NorthernSpiritRadio.org. All of our other guests for the last 13 years. And we've got a place for comments. Please post them when you visit. And there's a place to donate to this full time work. It is supported only by listener donations, not by government and not by corporations. And it's carried on community radio stations all across the United States. I think we're up to 36 as of today. So we're spreading far and wide. Message is getting out there, but we depend upon your support. And we depend upon you to support the local community radio stations. So invaluable. So please start by supporting them. Again, Jan and Jim are here together for Song of the Swallow. I've had them individually before. We're going to go right around into another song. We've just had some fun with My Baby. Onward we go. Well, tell you what, let's do one more love song. Uh, this is a uh, fictional love song. <laughs> <laughs> 
This is the adventure of a couple of people who find romance in their local grocery store. It takes one to know one. You had the cart with the wobbly wheel, and you walked kind of funny in your shoe with the broken heel and you knocked down that tower of cans and backed right into the pastry stand I knew that you were the one for me because it takes one it takes one to know one and no one could ever be more like me seems we both have two left feet and your ineptness is awful sweet and is there any possibility that you might fall for a goofball like me. So I followed you all around the store, past the spills of brownie mixes and the cleanup in aisle four, rehearsing just what I would say in case you ever looked my way. I knew that I must get because it takes one, it takes one to know one And no one could ever be more suited to me Take your aim, you're nowhere near it You must be a kindred spirit Somehow I just have to make you see That you could fall for a goofball like me Then suddenly our eyes met Across the ethnic foods This grocery store became a starry night My heart pounding, love unfolding The bag of flour that I was holding Slipped through my hands And everything went white As the air cleared Slowly I could see Snow White Angel Standing right in front of me I stood there wishing I were dead You smiled Shook the flower from your head And said Wow, you're even worse than me Because it takes one It takes one to know one And no one Could ever be More klutzy And thought my record hard to break But your mistake Thermally irreparable We crash our cars, we spill our coffee Pick ourselves back up and off we go And don't you know it has to be Because it takes one It takes one to know one And no one could ever be more like you Look out world now, here comes trouble All touch it turns to rubble Ever and for always will be thus a couple of goofballs like us Trips back from the restroom find us Trailing toilet paper behind us Or, or something, something equally ignominious 
a couple of goofballs like us. Two of us will fill each other. As long as we don't kill each other, we're just one big happy catastrophe. A couple of goofballs like you and me. <laughs> That's it. It Takes One to Know One by Jim Beiser and Jan Christ here today for Song of the Soul. That also is from the recording too, T-O-O. The link's on NortonSpiritRadio.org. Such a wonderful love song. <laughs> it speaks to some of us. Uh, Jim, I believe Jan was saying before that uh, one of your performances or practices or something, you're spilling... You spilled water four times? Three times. On, three, only on, three times. On the, on the Chicago Adult UFMT Grand Piano. Yeah, and did they thank you for that? Uh, uh, in a way. <laughs> <laughs> it really wasn't so bad a thing. The, the piano actually had a cover on it, so it didn't do any actual damage to the piano. But they were so very, very careful, and we were supposed to be extremely cognizant of not causing any damage or problems to anything well, in the studio. Well, and also, you're on the radio, so you can't have a bottle of water because the sound of you opening and shutting that... The cap. ...gets caught. On yeah, so, so you, he only allows you to have paper cups. Yeah. And those paper cups are tippier than you might think. At least that's your experience. That's John. my experience. That's, what you're saying. that's, that's my experience. his story, and he's sticking to it. Yeah. Uh, fortunately, we have been back since then. They're just careful not to give me any water. That song strikes me as something that would have hit really well around the 1950s, late 40s. I don't know. It's somewhere. Yeah, it's yeah. not big band, but there's yeah. a certain kind of style of music. Are you aficionado of that age? Oh well, aficionado of every age. Well, certainly of almost anything from the 20th century. I played a, a lot of cover music in bars and restaurants over the years, and uh, uh, my brother and I had a long, long-term uh, uh, duo. We played together for like 20 years, uh, and we started out, you know, we were a couple of acoustic guitar players. We started out playing all the cover songs by the usual suspects, people like James Taylor and Cat Stevens and Gordon Lightfoot, and, uh, uh, but but as the, the longer we played, the, our repertoire stretched out in all directions. Next thing we're playing uh, a lot of the old uh, standards from the 30s and 40s, and we're playing some of the old jump swing from uh, Louis Jordan, and along with uh, trying to keep more current, and we're playing the music of the 80s and the 90s and the more modern playing group, you know. when he's done like a dynamite version of Copacabana. Oh, uh, Barry Manilow, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, he's got some fun tunes to and do too. Frank Sinatra, he'll break out into Frank Sinatra at the drop of a hat. When I do a occasional songwriting workshop, one of the things I emphasize more than anything is to learn as many different kinds of songs as you can. Anything that you remotely enjoy, learn how to play it because you learn that vocabulary. It's, it's like learning another word and suddenly you can make new sentences. Same thing with uh, musical styles and musical approaches because you learn how all those songs were constructed when you learn to play them. So what's really fun is in Diamonds in the Rust, which we call Dieter for the fun of it. Uh, uh, initials. Anagram. So Alan, my husband, has played in those kinds of bands where he played everything under the sun from polkas to rumbos to whatever. 
and Jim has played in those kinds of big bands, and Rod Caps has also played in those kinds of bands, and the three of them totally geek out over how to attack us. Yeah, and, and, we, and, and uh, we have a number of tunes that have a vintage sort of jazzy style, yeah. which harkens back to the, you know, the music of the 1940s, I might say. So there's more avenues ahead for me to travel, and I'll look forward to that as yeah, yeah. you come about. Which you can actually, um, Diamonds in the Rust has a website, and if you do a search and put Diamonds in the Rust Friends Music, you'll find it. If you just put in Diamonds in the Rust, you're going to get like one Joan Baez quote after another. But if you Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, because uh, Diamonds and Rust was such a famous yeah. song of hers. But the website on that is diamondsintherust.net because the diamondsintherust.com is a jewelry site, as you might imagine. More music. Yeah. Our ears are thirsty for yeah. more music. Uh, actually, let's go with, um, with the other one. Uh, extraordinary? Extraordinary. Okay. Yeah. Where do I where do I put my uh, seven? Way the heck up there. Oh. So so and this is a song. It's funny because the two of us didn't write a lot of love songs as, as solo artists. So why the heck we're writing all these love songs no, when we start writing we, a duo together? Like we were defensive. You know, it's hard for two people <laughs> who are not married to be touring together. You know, people will go, "Do you want one room or two? And it's like, "We're married people. We want two rooms. <laughs> we, he wants his room. I want my room." Okay, okay. It's like, so I think it was a defensive mood. Yeah, maybe it was. You know? But this isn't, isn't so much a, a love song about a relationship, but it's just about love itself. About love itself. Mm-hmm. And the title is called Extraordinary Thing, and the extras in parentheses, because when you experience love, it is probably the most extraordinary thing that you can imagine. And yet, it happens to just about everybody. So it's really ordinary. This one's for you, Mary Jo. On every street, in every town, ever human beings are to be found. Down at the bar, in the grocery line, Intersecting orbits, sending signals up the spine And for the hundredth million time Those little bells begin to ring Love's the most extraordinary, ordinary thing Random attraction Must be fixed Conditioned response It's not to be Common as dirt If so rare Simple needs and wants But honestly, who or could it be just feeling in my gut? What does it mean? Could this be love? That is the question. Oh, no matter how confused we get, it still keeps happening. Love's the most extraordinary, ordinary thing. Love's the most extraordinary, ordinary thing that we knew. How to do without even a single clue About this thing that we keep falling into A predictable miracle Over and again it's still the same old thing Perpetually new There is a space In every heart Where this ancient magic makes a new start On every street 
every town Every planet, star, and galaxy The universe around us Every little bit of all of it Will raise its voice and sing Love's the most extraordinary, ordinary thing Love's the most extraordinary, ordinary thing Love's the most extraordinary, ordinary thing. Extraordinary Thing, written by Jim Beiser, performed by Jan Christ and Jim Beiser for Song of the Soul today. I'm going to do something very radical. I'm going to turn around and have you do another song right away to make sure we can get everything in with just one comment. I think that some of the greatest wisdom of the universe comes to us in paradoxes, that in paradoxes is where we can go to the deepest place. And just like the name of that song, one of the pieces that (laughs) I've got tears come to my eyes just thinking of it, You are a unique and irreplaceable individual, just like everyone else on the planet. (laughs) It's absolutely true on those levels. And when we understand that kind of thing, I think we get closer to the spiritual center of the universe. Yeah. uh, And was it it Keats who uh, said that uh, when, when you can hold a paradox in your psyche, hold those two completely opposite ideas simultaneously and coexist with them, that that's kind of where the truth is. We live in a society where it's easy for corporations and the big behemoth kind of entities around us to think that you can just remove one person, insert person B, you know, take out this person, put in this person, no problem. And it's just not, it really truly isn't so. Because every person brings those unique gifts to their position, their job. Sometimes I wonder if Henry Ford did us any favors with starting his assembly line where everybody is just a replaceable cog. Yeah, they're part of a machine. We're just not. So I said we want to turn around and do another song right away. Where should we go? Well, you had asked about why I was in uh, Fort Wayne and how hard that might have been. Well, my husband was in... Fort Wayne for eight months before I was able to join him. So this is a song I wrote when he was in one place and I was in another place. They say it makes the heart grow fine. But I say it makes the heart grow sad. Everyday simplicity Having you here with me Pot of coffee in the morning news Talking politics with you And I know I should just my Just to have the kind of love that makes you feel so good. Missing you 
Telephone to telephone Together and still all alone And I know I should just count my blessings I should be grateful just to by Jim Beiser and Jan Chris. It's written by Jan Chris, though. Uh, I guess part of the experience of not having your sweetheart around, your husband gone for all those months. I don't know. I don't think I'd do long-term separation very well myself. It's really wonderful having you here face-to-face. Uh, you know, I've met you both over the phone before. Oh, this is better. This is definitely better. I love being face-to-face with people, but I only do it generally... I mostly do it just at this week of the French General Conference gathering because there's always so much talent and people doing good work in the world. And the fact that I got so close to both of your hometowns now just made me feel really lucky. 
that you were able to step forward and come down and visit us. Thank you so much for doing that. I'd like to ask you to share one more song before we go, though. We're going to do a song that I wrote called Love is a Mystery. And um, I, well, I, I kind of direct and head up this little songwriting school that's part of a greater arts guild called the Grunewald Guild, which is in the mountains of Leavenworth, Washington. It's an ecumenical arts guild. They have workshops on glass, poetry, memoir, painting, ceramics, all kinds of things. And each summer and spring, I teach songwriting there. This particular year, we had Pierce Pettis and Tom Prasetta Rao and Carrie Cooper as guest teachers. And so I got an interesting little assignment, and um, this is the song that I wrote from that assignment. Love is the Mystery is the name. Because I interviewed you before, I got exposed to a lot of the rest of your music, too. Is it fair to say that on the Myers-Briggs scale that you are an F, a feeler, as opposed to a thinker? I think I'm kind of like stuck. In, I'm not one of those people who's like way off in a corner with maybe, you know, a handful of other people where I, I'm like intuitive and I'm feeling, but I'm also, I have this like bend towards justice and I also have this, I'm just a little hot mess because I can't let myself be anything. I'm kind of riding myself all the time. All my best friends are that way, too. You know that? No. Well, there you go. (laughs) Let's all join the club of little hot messes. And so we're going to have you share your final song, Love is a Mystery. Jim, Jan, thank you so much for driving down over to join us today. Thank you for doing your music. I do find music healing. Actually, the, the main thing I love about music is it gives me vocabulary for the things that my heart and life want to speak. And your music does that for me. So thank you so much for writing that music and for joining us today for Song of the Soul. Well, can I just say, I think that words communicate intellect and intellectual concepts, but I think that music communicates emotion. When you combine words and music, I think you have a pretty powerful little tool. Well, you wield that tool with great skill. Thank you so much. We'll finish today's Song of the Soul program with Jan Christ, Jim Beiser. Again, website, jancrist and jimbeiser.com. I've got links to jimbeiser.com and jancristmusic.com on nordenspiritradio.org. And, of course, you can follow also the link to yellowroomgang.com. Don't memorize all those. Just come to nordenspiritradio.org and find your wildest dreams fulfilled. Wow. Thank you so much, Jim and Jan. Here it is, Love is a Mystery. Tell you everything I know Since you can't seem to let it go I've known love for a long, long time Used to be that love was mine Love smells like shaving cream and bronzer soap Wrinkles the sheets and leaves you little Love is a mystery. Love is a mystery.
dance to sweet old songs. Stays up late and never sleeps in love. Hates to argue, hates to debate. Prefers the side roads to an interstate. Love isn't blind, love just will not see. The kinds of things that we let come between. Like religion or politics. Love never saw the sense in it. Sometimes people can't help but ask, Where is not this love coming back? I don't know how it's gonna be. Love is a mystery. Love is a mystery. Theme music for Song of the Soul is by Chris Williamson, and it is called Song of the Soul. Check out all things Song of the Soul on northernspiritradio.org, guests, links, stations, and a place for your feedback, suggestions, and support. Send your Songs of the Soul to me, Mark Helps Meet, via the info on our website, and join us weekly for Song of the Soul.